Chapter 6, in which Hysinneth leads the way. Hysinneth had not made the decision to leave school lightly. She was aware that to journey with her family to some new, as yet unknown home would be a hazardous business. But already it seemed she had lost nine children, her entire first litter of mousekins, save for that stubborn girl Flora, and she did not want to lose another nine. For her, the school was now a place of death, and it was her duty to take them abroad, whatever the risks. And it is your duty to accompany us, she said to her husband. But highs, began Ragged Robin. No buts, said Hysinneth. So it was that, some nights after the great massacre, Hysinneth led the way out of the staff room, out of the school, across the playground, and into the fields. Following her, in single file, came the nine mousekins, while a nervous robin brought up the rear, casting fearful glances all around him as they threaded their way through the darkness. For some reason, it had tickled Hysinneth's fancy to give to her the second litter's names, beginning with the same letter. And as soon as they were clear of the school's grounds, she took a roll call. Lily? She called. Here, Mom. Lilac, Lotus, Lupin. Here, Mom. Here, Mom. Here, Mom. Lobelia, Labernium, Lurkspur, Lavender. And there was a chorus of, here, Moms. Now, who do I have left? Me, Mom, piped a little voice. Who are you? Love in a mist, Mom. And me, Heis, said a rather hurt voice. Yes, yes, and you, Robin, said Hysinneth. Now then, keep close together, nose to tail, and not a squeak out of any of you, or the owls will get you, she thought. I only hope you can find shelter before long. I can't think how field mice manage living out here. Walking across even a large field is nothing to a human being. But the mousekins soon wearied of battling their way through the long grass. Despite whispers of, shh, darlings, from Hysinneth, and keep it quiet, kids, from their father, there was a soon a chorus of unhappy cries. How much further? Are we nearly there? Can we have a rest? I'm tired. I'm cold. I'm hungry. I feel sick. My feet hurt, piped the mousekins as they struggled along, and from the smallest love in a mist came a final cry of, Mom, stop! I can't go any further! Just at that moment, Hysenneth saw a large square shape looming up in the corner of the big field. Come along, darling, she cried. We're nearly there. And she ran forward to find herself at the foot of the great stack of straw bales. At that very moment, an eerie, wavering call sounded from the upper branches of the nearby hedgehog tree. To wit, it said to wit, and then hoo, 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 hoo. Quickly, cried Hysenneth. Hurry, all of you. And at the sound of her voice, the tawny owl launched itself from its perch. Frantically, Robin, at the rear, urged on his exhausted children. Lily, Lilac, Lotus, Lupin, Lubella, Laburnium, Larkspur, Lavender, and a little love in a mist. And frantically, the mousekins scuttled toward safety. In here, cried Hithika. Diving into the gap between two straw bales, and in there, they dashed as the owl swooped silently down, its talons spread, ready to grip, its great golden eyes fixed on the last in line, Ragged Robin. From inside the safety of the stack, Hysinneth heard him give a single piercing squeal, and then there was a horrid silence. Hysinneth's heart was sore within her breast. He's been killed, she thought. My Robin's been killed, and it need never have happened. We should never have left the school. It's all my fault. I, I alone, to blame. And now I am a widow. She gathered her mousekins around her. Children, she said in the tone of deepest woe, your father is gone. Where's he gone, Mom? said Lotus. West, said Hysinneth. He has passed over. Over what, Mom? said Lobella. Over the great divide, said Hysinneth. 
He's had it. Mom, said Lupin, what's he had? Oh, for goodness sake, said Hysinth sharply. Daddy's dead. There was a moment's silence, and then, in a small voice, Poor Daddy, said Love in a mist. Suddenly, Hysinth thought she heard a distant cry, a muffled cry it was, coming from somewhere far back along the tunnels, between the straw bales through which they had come. Heis, came the muffled cry. Heis, where are you? Robin's ghost, said Hysinth to herself in an agony of spirit. Come to haunt me for the rest of my days. But then the sound grew louder, and before long a familiar face appeared to them all. An untidy sort of face it was, with one battered ear, but it was a solid flesh and blood nevertheless. Oh, heist, said Ragged Robin, that was a narrow squeak. In fact, the owl's dive had been a fraction of a second too late. When it landed in a fury of lost straw at the foot of the stack, all that was still showing of Robin was his tail and that tail that had already been shortened in an old fight, and the best that the owl could do was to chop at it as a mouse disappeared. Robin, cried Hysinneth, and Daddy, cried the nine mousekins. Oh, Robin, said Hysinneth, I thought I had lost you. I never was so hurt. Nor I, said Robin. I heard that awful squeal, said Hysinneth, and I thought you would come to a sticky end. I suppose I have in a way, Hys, said Ragged Robin, and he turned himself around so that he could see. All that was left of his tail was a blood-stained stump.